Hello, welcome to the Film Obsessed Couple. I'm Shelly. And I'm Scott. And I hope everybody that celebrates had a nice Christmas. Mm, yep, we are a week away now, but at the time that this airs, it'll be the day after. Yeah, you'll be listening to this the day after Christmas, and we just hope it was a nice one, and it was relaxing, and you were able to just kind of step back for a second and just enjoy your surroundings. I hope you had a good time with family. If you didn't celebrate, I hope you were still safe, had a nice day. Yeah, and if you didn't celebrate and you were out on the roads, you didn't yeah. get too flustered with all the traffic. Although Christmas with the Cranks tells us that the Christmas Day is not a bad day for travel. Oh, okay. That's what he said there at the end. It's the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's probably the craziest. And I bet the day after Christmas as well is pretty busy. Probably. All those people that traveled in maybe are leaving, although if you're rich enough, maybe you stay till after New Year's. No, if you're rich enough, you just have your own plane. Yeah. You do what you want. And then it gets tracked on Twitter and then blocked. Oh. Did you hear about that? No. So there was a Twitter page or Twitter profile that was tracking Elon Musk's jet, his private jet. And it would be like, he flew here to here and he wasted this much money or whatever. Oh, boy. He banned that profile. Well, I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, I don't necessarily care for the guy, but whatever he wants to do with his money is his business. They were tracking him by using public stuff like things that you could find online yeah so it wasn't anything like secret or they were following him but it's just dumb anyway yeah (laughs) so even though christmas is over we are going to talk about a movie called saving christmas if you're listening to this on christmas day we decided to release it early if you're listening it on monday we didn't we didn't so you never know what we're gonna do write in and tell us on your toes (laughs) yeah write in and tell us what we did yeah (laughs) We'll shout you out. (laughs) Which, speaking of, our last episode, we talked about shouting people out, but we're recording this one before that one even comes out. So hopefully by our next episode, we'll be able to have some shout outs. So if you still haven't got those in, you you still have time. You still have time to, to let us know what you thought about Christmas with the Cranks, if it reminded you of a different movie, if it reminded you of some childhood memory. Mm Mm-hmm. Just let us know. We we want we want to engage with you. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're like, what the fuck? They're not shouting me out on this God movie they're doing. First off, you're welcome. Yeah, but right. Secondly, we uh, have not released the one where we shout out people yet. And we're probably gonna do a little different because this movie is not really a movie. No, not at all. It's different, and I I do want to preface saying that. We're not haters of any kind of religion. We we have several friends that are Christians, and uh, Scott's parents are Christians. Mm-hmm. We, we have nothing against it. It's just there are some things that we don't agree with. And we're probably going to be talking about a lot of that today. I have a lot of problems with religion just because I think a lot of it sounds just ridiculous. And the things that it makes people do is very ridiculous as well. We'll get into that, I'm sure, at some point in this episode. But if you believe, we kind of said this on the Believe episode, if you believe in God, that's great. Right. Now, if you're going to be like a Kirk Cameron or his sister, Candace Cameron Bure, I think is how you say it, and try to force your beliefs on others, I've got a real problem with that. Exactly. I'm not hurting you. I know you, you do it under the guise of like, well, I have to save your eternal soul. Let me worry about that. Yeah. That's my business. <laughs> that's my soul. I don't care about yours. <laughs> But yeah, oh gosh. 
this is going to be a very hard one. Like, you know, we kind of hinted at that, but this is going to be a very hard movie. I seriously, when we started watching this, I didn't really know anything about it. I'd heard about all the controversy behind it, which we can get into, but I thought it was like Kirk Cameron going around to different places, like trying to get people into the Christmas spirit. Yeah, I think that would have been a little different. And I guess I, I went into it as well, not really knowing. And then I realized, wow, how is this a movie? It's not. Because have you seen the poster for this? Mm-mm. Oh, so it is a little bit like uh, Gunshy, where it has nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, no, he... The poster, and we'll put this up on before we release it as well, but it's like Kirk Cameron with a tree in the background. There's $100 bills floating around. Really? Yeah, he's holding the nativity scene in like a globe in his arms, but he's got a candy cane like he's going to hit somebody with it, like a pipe. Okay, I guess it is kind of about the movie because it is kind of a violent talking movie. There's violent parts in it. Yeah, because I think they're doing that because they're like, isn't Christ awesome? He even references Lord of the Rings at one point, and I'm just imagining being like, isn't it cool, kids? Well, you guys like uh, Lord of the Rings? Well, did you know that Christ was pretty like Lord of the Rings too, huh? Oh, gosh, trying to get some common ground with them. Yeah, trying to be like, oh, it's cool. Like, it's kind of like what you kids are into these days. I do know after seeing this movie, I'm probably going to have extra wrinkles on my face. (laughs) Because I swear the whole time, I'm like... I, my eyebrows are pushed together because I'm just so confused mm-hmm. and worried and very concerned about everything that's happening. Yeah, you were laughing pretty hard in some spots. Well, just because they make the characters out to be ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, if this is how Christians view us. That's pretty bad. Yeah, a lot of this, I think, was a lot like, these are how the non-believers think, and here's how we come back to them and tell them blah, 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 blah. You know, here's how we come back and tell them how God is super cool. So I did mention it a little bit, so the first thing I would like to talk about is the controversy behind this movie. Mm -hmm. Let's get into it. So this movie came out in 2014, and it got universally negative reviews. Like, pretty much everybody hated it. Mm -hmm. And so Kirk Cameron came out and was like, hey, everybody, let's fight the evil that's being done in this world and to this movie. And I want all of my faith warriors or whatever to go out and rate this movie on Rotten Tomatoes. His quote is, help me storm the gates of Rotten Tomatoes. All of you who love saving Christmas, go rate it at RottenTomatoes.com right now and send the message to all the critics that we decide what movies we want our families to see. (laughs) Okay, so far, you know, he's just kind of asking for help. Here's where it gets a little dicey. If 2,000 of you, almost out of almost 2 million on this page, take a minute to rate Saving Christmas, it will give the film a huge boost and more will see it as a result. Thank you for your help in supporting and putting the joy of Christ back in Christmas. So after he does that, critics come out and say that he's trying to skew the ratings by having Mm -hmm. people, you know, review it just based upon his begging and not actually seeing it. Do you know what this movie has on Rotten Tomatoes right now? I think I said it at the end of the last episode. Oh, yeah. Zero percent. Zero percent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I I think they were like, man, I wish we can give a negative. I know. Well, apparently the next day, Kirk Cameron took to his Facebook again to say that, the rating on the, of the movie on Rotten Tomatoes had rose to 94% thanks to his Christian fans. 
Hmm. So this pissed off a lot of people saying that he's, you know, skewing the reviews by having people that haven't seen it or, you know, just only believe in Christ go review it. So people review bombed it after that. He has a zero percent. Yeah, that's something. And do you know who he blamed after that? He blamed the haters, the pagans and the atheists and claimed there was an atheist conspiracy to ruin the film. You know it. (laughs) I mean, there can't be any other reason. Wow. Okay. It's so crazy. Like, there's no proof, I think, that that movie came to a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I was, before we did this, I I was like, man, I wonder what the trailer was even like. Mm -hmm. So I watched the trailer, and it pretty much laid out the whole movie. Basically, it showed you from beginning to end and just kind of summed everything up. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it didn't really leave much for, you know, suspicion or whatever it's called. What I really liked is all the comments on that trailer. Yeah. And I have a few that I would like to just read the ones that I thought were were kind of funny. Yes, please. One was, I actually watch this every year to remind myself what Christmas isn't about. So I never forget. <laughs> Instead of coal, all the naughty little boys and girls are going to receive a savings Christmas DVD in their stockings. (laughs) (laughs) There was a a comment to that saying, well, at least coal is useful. Yes. Because, you know, you could do something with it. This is why aliens don't talk to us. That's so funny. One of the best ones, I saw this movie on a plane and people still walked out. Oh, that's funny. It's also compared to The Room, the movie Mm. The Room. Which, the only difference is The Room is actually a movie and it's entertaining. Yeah, I was going to say, you get more entertainment from The Room for sure. But there was a comment that is, if you've ever seen The Room, you'll understand this. It said, glad Tommy, my soul, is making holiday movies. You're tearing me apart, Jesus. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) So we're really trying to just stretch this as far as we can. This may be our shortest episode that we've done. Because there's not much here. And I did a little bit of research because this movie is basically Kirk Cameron claiming his claims as to why Christmas is like the holiest thing in the world. I didn't really read very much. There's a great, I don't know if they're still going, but there's a great YouTube channel called Hannah and Jake. And they usually do their series Atheist Watch. And they watch like, you know, Christian movies. Hmm. They have a very funny one on this one, and they make very good points. They actually know their shit. So if you want this, you know, Kirk Cameron is going to tell you all the reasons why this Christmas is rooted in Christ, how it is totally Christian, and they come back and actually be like, well, if you go back to this, no. No, it isn't. They have proof. Yeah, I like that. Um, Unfortunately, I just don't want to learn all of that. I don't care to learn all the proof. Yeah. I just... And and maybe that sounds bad because then I don't want to see both sides. But yeah, it's just not my thing right now. Well, all right, grab your ankles and bend over. We're going in. (laughs) So the movie takes a while to get going. First and foremost, it's one of the production companies says Liberty University is who like produced this movie, which is a Christian place, I guess. It says training champions for Christ is their tagline. Hmm. So we open up with Kirk Cameron sitting in a super decorated room. Like there's trees. There's like all the Christmas decorations you could possibly think of. And he speaks to the camera for a bit. I know. Yeah. He's like, hi, everybody. And Kirk Cameron, if you don't know a little bit of backstory on him, he was on Growing Pains. That's Mm -hmm. mainly the biggest thing he's known for other than being a religious psycho. 
he got religious towards the end of the show, I guess. He found God. I, I don't know where he was, but he found him. No. Oh, well, and nice. he's more well known because his girlfriend on the show, I think it was, posed for Playboy. Nice. And you know what Kirk Cameron did? Uh, broke up with her. Got her fired from the show. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, he was like, I don't think I could do act with her in a because mo- it's not moral since she posed for Playboy. Oh man. So that started his whole being an asshole thing. Like he's just been religious and done crazy things. He has said terrible things about homosexuality. Said that it's a you know it's a sin. It's an abomination. They love to say oh, that word. That's awful. They love to say homosexuality is an abomination. You're an abomination. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not I, you personally. And I was like, why me? The <laughs> Christians that think that. There was a funny. I hate Piers Morgan because he's up his own ass too. But there's a funny Piers Morgan interview where he's like, "Well, Kirk, you know, if, what if your son came to you and was like, Dad, I'm gay." And he's like, if my son came to me like that, I would be like, good for you. I'm glad you're happy. And I was like, well, Piers Morgan and I agree on something. Holy fuck. Yeah. For the only time that happens. But Kirk was like, I wouldn't say I'm happy for you. I would say, son, let's let's really sit down and talk about this. What has made you think that you want to be gay? And I'm just like, oh, my God. I have this special camp to send you to. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. For, I was like thinking to myself. I'm like, I don't think Kirk Cameron's kids will ever come to him and say that they're gay. Absolutely not. They know enough not to not to open that can of worms. It's mm. almost like if I told my parents I don't believe in God, you know. Yeah. That would be the biggest can of worms. Which you know, they at this point still don't listen. If they ever they come to me and say they're going to go through our episodes, I will come back and edit this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have like blank spots. <laughs> be like, like Kirk Cameron is a great man. <laughs> And, you know, religion, I think it does good things, but, you know, I believe in God. Yeah, right. So, but Kirk Cameron opens this movie, and he's just sitting there talking to the camera, and he's all like, you know, Christmas is a great time of year. He talks about how much he loves it, says he loves all of the things, like hot chocolate, and he's drinking out of a cup that clearly has nothing in it. So empty. (laughs) He's like... Like, I just love it so much. Yeah, and you, you... think you pointed that out but like he picks his cup up later and when he's talking still and you can tell it just moves like there's nothing in it mm-hmm. but he's like Mm-mm. and the biggest point he's trying to make here i'm not going to go line by line but it's basically like you've basically got two people the people that are like christmas is great i want to celebrate it you've got the other people that are like you know what i'm glad that you love christmas i'm okay mm-hmm. he's like but There's an evil third people that are like, I don't want Christmas to be celebrated. And he's basically making the case of saying, he even says it's like a secret society almost. And I'm like, this is getting kind of QAnon-y saying there's like a secret society that is like, we need to take out Christmas. Yeah, like the war on Christmas. War on Christmas. Give me a break. Like, I wish I could go back to the origins of it here. But every year you hear someone say war on Christmas and I have never heard another no. person saying they want to stop saying Merry Christmas. No. In fact, I read something that somebody commented saying I could understand if they were like, oh, it's against the law yeah. to put up a tree or to decorate your house. Then maybe that's a war on Christmas. Yeah. But everybody has a right to do whatever they want on Christmas. Yeah. And you know, we like we said before, the people that don't worship it, like Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm-hmm. 
that's fine. I mean, that is perfectly fine. The kind of the way I, as a kid, I came to realize that homosexuality is not as bad as the Bible says it is, was to think, is it hurting me? Right. No. Is it hurting anybody? Like, I was like, I'm here in Missouri. There's probably people in California, Europe, Asia Mm. that are married, homosexuals, lesbians, whatever, and they're happy, and it is not hurting me at all. And that's when I kind of started thinking, like, man, this really doesn't make sense to me. And I kind of started forming my own opinions. Mm-hmm. He goes on, like, he, I swear I think the war on Christmas was invented for the Christians just to get pissy about something else. Yeah, just so they can spew more hate. The, at, least, at least some of them, not all of them. I yeah. Don't, I don't want to loop everybody because I do have some friends that, like I said, are Christians and they're wonderful people. Yes, absolutely. Same here. And, you know, I just, they're, they're free to do what they want. I saw a thing on the internet the other day that said, America is not a Christian nation. It is a nation where you are free to worship Christianity. And, oh my God, the comments on that were terrible. They're like, mm. no, it was founded on Christianity. Like, the founding fathers loved Jesus. And, oh, man. Which I found out something interesting is that In God We Trust was not put on money until like the 1950s. Yeah saying that that's pretty i didn't know that yeah so you get all these people that are like oh in god we trust it's a christian nation and you know not before the 1950s Mm. after the 50s is when it really became a christian nation before that it was just raping and pillaging yeah before it was just do it do what you want yeah no consequences (laughs) so his whole point here while he's doing his whole fireside chat is that you know we've lost sight of the christmas And wouldn't people be surprised to know that Santa is on the team of Christians? Say what? Record scratch. If I knew how to put it in, I would do that. I'm sure it's not hard (laughs) to find a scratch. No, I can't do it. So he starts out, a lot of this movie is just him narrating over like random scenes. Mm -hmm. A lot of narration going on. Yeah, he did this movie sitting in a chair for real while he just talked. But his whole narration he's doing at this part is, you know, there used to be a time in the world where we didn't mind hearing the same stories over and over. But we got to a point where we wanted something new, so we started changing the stories up a little bit. And we toned down the violence so we didn't make the villains as scary so the kids wouldn't be all scared. And I'm like, he's describing the Bible. Like he's describing what has happened with the Bible. It's like they have toned it down and changed the meaning of it so many times. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm on board. I I agree with you, Kirk Cameron. He's like, no, no, he's talking about like just Christmas stories, I guess. Yeah, which I think most kids do like to watch things over and over again. And then when you get older, yeah, you want some different stuff. You don't want to. Bill Burr has a very funny joke where he's like, you know, I I left because I'd heard all the stories. He's like, I'd heard everything. I was good. Yeah. (laughs) So bye. So the framing device for this movie is there's a Christmas party going on. Mm-hmm. And the sound when we're in this gigantic mansion, I wonder if it's really Kirk Cameron's house because he seems like an asshole that would have a gigantic mansion. Maybe. When asking for money for, I don't know if he asked for money, but. Because you know, you you have to have a big mansion mm-hmm. if you're a Christian. Yeah, there was a thing on Reddit the other day where it was some pastor and he's like, my first house cost me $18,000. And 
And he's like, years later, my second house cost me $84,000. Mm, I believe it. And he's like, this watch I'm wearing now is worth more than both of them combined. Oh, boy. And it's like, yes, of course, because God forbid that money that's probably going to the poor or whatever is really going to them. So glad you're materialistic. Yeah, I know it's like Kenneth Copeland bought a plane, I think it was. or One of those pastors bought a plane. Mm. He's like, I heard God tell me I need a plane. <laughs> he told me, he came to me. You need a plane. Yeah, you need a... A private plane that only you use for <laughs> no reason. <laughs> so the whole thing is that Kirk Cameron, they're at a Christmas party. He says his sister loves Christmas, and we found out halfway through that this really is his sister. Yeah, she's kind of weird looking. She is haggard looking. I'm sorry to say it, but she looks rough. Yeah, after I said that, I'm like, I don't know if I should have said that. But, I mean, let's just be honest. Dude, people want to say that I look haggard. I'm sure I do. I got lines underneath my eyes and on my wrinkles on my forehead. Oh yeah, bring it on. You you can talk whatever you want about me. Sure, I'm just pointing out. It looks she looks like somebody who has Kirk Cameron as a brother. <laughs> she, she uh yeah she looks like she's had a a few crack pipes maybe in her life. <laughs> Dude, gotta get away from that Kirk. <laughs> She has to be high just to be around him because he even acts. Yeah, and I said it when we were watching it that he acts like he has ADHD or something. Yeah, maybe he's so. Like, hey, guess what? Hey, you know, you know about Jesus? Oh my gosh, he's so cool. And we have Santa on our side, and he kicks ass. Yeah, he's all over the place, and she seems like he's the kind of person that if she was like, you know what, I'm not gonna be able to do the Christmas party this week. I'm gonna have to do it next week because a lot came up. He would be the person to like show up at your door and be like. Is everything okay? Do you still believe in Jesus? Mm-hmm. What What can we talk about? Did you know where the Christmas trees came from? Yeah. But Kirk, I know. Let's talk about the swaddle. The <laughs> swaddler. Or she's like, oh, I had a bad day at work this week. I feel kind of depressed. And he's like, hey, what's going on? She opens like her bedroom door and he's laying in the bed. It's like, hey, are you okay? She's <laughs> like, Kirk, I changed the locks on my house. Yeah, I got by him. Have you, have you read the Bible lately? It's like, yes. Let's talk about it. I'm sorry that I don't go to church Saturday through Sunday like you do. Yeah, I live there. See, you told me you weren't going to church four times on a Wednesday, and um, that really freaked me out. You still believe in God? (laughs) Kurt gets paid for being at church, so he's just there all the time. I bet. I mean, he works with this guy, Ray Comfort, who is also kind of weird. Like, I told you what I found out about him is that Ray Comfort's like, now, let me tell you about this thing I found. I call it the atheist nightmare. No. And he pulls out a banana. Oh, and yeah. He... <laughs> and he's like, now, look at this banana. If you hold your hand like this, the banana fits in perfectly. Mm-hmm. Perfect. It was designed by God to fit in our hands. It has a perfect opening at the top that our fingers can open perfectly. Mm. You can throw it away. You can, you know, and he's just like, this is proof that God is real. Because why would God design this for humans perfectly? <laughs> and this was his big thing for a while. And then people started being like, uh, that type of banana that you're holding is specifically one that was genetically designed <laughs> by people. So it's not one that you would find like automatically growing on a tree like that. You will find it in stores. Oh, shit. And I got to hand it to him. He stopped using the atheist nightmare. Well, that's good. Yeah. But why don't they do the research? Well, I guess it makes sense. They wouldn't do research no. because then it would actually go against what they're trying to say. 
And am, am I the only person that thinks of a, a penis when they when you talk about a banana? It's phallic. It does it have phallic mean? ideals to it, yeah. Because I think, if I remember right, in school, they used a banana to show how to put a condom on. Oh, right. I've heard of that. Yeah, I don't think they did that in mine, but I have heard of schools doing that. Yeah, I think that's, and then the whole time I'm just like, I see it, like when I eat a banana sometimes, I'm like, oh, I can't eat it in front of people. I can't. The schools have damaged us. I can't, because this just seems wrong. Yeah. So you're welcome. Well, <laughs> thank you, schools. Well, Kirk Cameron has also done his own kind of atheist nightmare type thing where he's like, of course, he doesn't believe in evolution. Oh, yeah. He is like, I'm going to show you something here. He's like, if you find this, and I think he's on a panel with atheists. They're having like a debate. Mm. And he's like, I'm going to tell you, if you can find this, this picture I'm about to hold up, it's very rare. If you can find it, please let me know. But he's like, he holds up a picture and it's a Photoshop of a duck crossed with a crocodile. Oh, yeah. And he's like, this is the crocoduck. And he's like, if evolution was real, how come we don't see the crocodile? And it is so funny because one of the atheists on the other side is like, oh, my God. <laughs> they're just like, are you fucking serious? I want a crocodile. Come on. Yeah. They're like, are, you can't be this dumb. <laughs> but that's the thing is they're like, evolution says that we came from monkeys. And it's like, no. If you read Darwin, if you actually paid attention to it, he was just saying that we develop natural attributes to better thrive in the society. Mm-hmm. His whole thing Darwin did is he noticed that birds' beaks were different in different kinds of species. And that helped them to get into, like, you know, where they needed to get their berries or fruits. Their beaks curved or became different. Nice. So, please tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe in anything in evolution where it says that, like, we as people were once monkeys and we have now became completely humans. I don't think it says anything about us becoming humans. They just were like, we are similar to apes. And they're like, oh my god, they said we're from apes! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't know any of that. But his whole thing is that, like, well, if evolution was real, fucking it would go wild. And animals would be spliced and you'd have a crocodile and a elephant giraffe. And it's like, no, no, no. Yeah, that's and, weird. And a penguin car and you know oh. <laughs> shit if they can merge with other animals how come they can't splice with like fucking machines other other mach- yeah that would be weird we have some transformers up in this bit <laughs> get a sloth with knives for fingers <laughs> oh nice <laughs> i know we're 30 minutes in and we're not talking about this i mean we could probably wrap this stupid thing up in, in 15 minutes we're just trying everybody please give us a minute <laughs> they're still here so his whole thing is that he's at this Christmas party. He does the narration thing where he points himself out. He's like, hey, that's me. It's like, bing. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. As we just didn't see him narrating at the very beginning. Yeah. Who is this guy? <laughs> we have no idea. I forgot. It'd be I'm f- blocking that shit out. <laughs> it will be funny if it shows him at the party and no one's sitting around him. <laughs> They're all just like, stay away from that guy. He is fucking weird. He thinks Christ is about everything. Yeah. Like everything in this world is about God. Like, well, you know, God developed tiles, and that's why you tile this floor and anything. But he finds out that his brother-in-law, who is named Christian, is, you know, he's not feeling it this year. His sister is like, oh, he's been a little down in the dumps about the holidays this year. And Kirk Cameron's like, the fuck did you say? <laughs> the fuck? 
Or uh, defudge? Did you just say to me? That's right. No, yeah, can't say fudge. Can't curse. Yeah, that is friggin' weird. <laughs> God bless it. Yeah, she's like, oh, he's just not been feeling it this week. He's got a case of the grumps or whatever, holiday grumps or mm. Grinch, whatever. He's just say he's just not feeling it. Right. He just is not wanting to associate with other people. Sometimes people get like that. Yes. And you would think that it would be because, you know, he's like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. Like, we have so much to do this Christmas season. Unfortunately, my wife loves Christmas, so we have to do all this crazy-ass shit. Their tree is like 20 feet tall. Mm -hmm. Goes to the roof of their mansion. That tells you how tall it is. No, it's because we find out later, people are not worshiping God in the right ways. Is why he's all depressed. Oh, man. That's right, because he does believe. Yes. He He just doesn't believe how... Kirk Cameron does. No. And Kirk Cameron's going to whoop his ass. Oh, totally. With words. Because I think Kirk Cameron could get pushed over. Like a breeze would knock him over. Yeah. I'm going to fight you. (laughs) So we see this guy Christian is actually the director of the movie. And I think he's one of the worst actors I've ever seen. Like the things he does in this movie are ridiculous and maybe it's just because i think he's supposed to be like the atheist although he's not just he's supposed to kind of give the opinion of the atheist i believe Mm -hmm. we see a weird shot of him he's like sitting in the chair by himself and he's just like mad he's kind of like stewing over everything yeah which is a little weird yeah he like sees things in slow motion of like kids running around all happy and he's just like damn those kids fucking kids being so fucking happy not worshiping jesus right they just have no idea how good they have it yeah they can go home from this mansion into their own mansion and get a million presents Ugh, brats and we get a side plot which there's not many side plots in this movie but we get one where this guy we find his name is deandre Mm, yeah. He is a black man, and the reason I point that out is because whoever wrote this movie has him talking like they think a black man would talk. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey man, what's up? What's going on, G? You know, it's just yeah. bad. It, it is way over the top, and I can't even believe he was okay with doing it. He probably went against every moral fiber of his being just to do that i don't know if they're like friends if they're friends or if he's a religious guy or what but yeah it's it's hard this whole side plot is the man he says the man the man is going to take away our crazy shirt day at the end of the year holy fuck because that's all you really got to worry about with your job is them taking away your crazy shirt day like that's all we've got they're taking away everything i'm like oh oh Maybe, maybe there's a reason. I don't know. I don't know. But he's like, oh, my wife, that's all she gets me for Christmas is crazy shirts. And if I can't wear them. And here's the thing that was like the biggest kind of slap in the face to me is he's like, they're taking away now my crazy shirt day. Haven't my people been through enough? Yeah, right. And I'm like, is he is he talking about slavery? That is awful. Are they talking you about slavery? are comparing crazy shirts <laughs> to slavery. There is no comparison. And this line was written by a white man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's... Uh. That was insane. Like, I was like, holy shit, this is the movie that we're in here now. So, mm-hmm. Christian, you know, he's so down, so eventually he's tuning out DeAndre and doesn't really listen to him. And 
this guy playing DeAndre is all like dancing and tap dancing around like you know he's like you can't hear what he's saying but he's very animated as a black man would be to a ignorant white man who writes this movie yes <laughs> so more narration from Kirk Cameron I'm not going to go through it all but there is a funny line here where he's like he goes if we see someone struggling at Christmas we should reach out mm. which can be a good line but I did say this is a perfect metaphor for Kirk Cameron's beliefs if he sees someone struggling, he is going to ram his belief so far down your throat. And it'll, like, go out your ass. Almost out the ass. You'll mm -hmm. see his beliefs poking out a little bit. Just a little, um, <laughs> what is it called? Prairie dogging. Prairie dogging? Turtle heading? Prairie dogging his beliefs. <laughs> yeah. He'll prairie dog his beliefs on you. <laughs> but I, I don't think he understands that this is a perfect metaphor for that. He's just like... Well, no, if someone's not feeling it, you got to tell them about God until they understand and are happy again. Mm -hmm. Kind of similar to what I do with Jesus. I had a friend like that. She would want to get together and it, it was cool. She'd kind of warm you up thinking that, oh, yeah, she's a really good friend, which she was. And then all of a sudden, like, hey, why don't you go to this church event with me? Yeah. And it was like, okay, well, we're friends. Cool, cool, cool. And then they suck you in. They just suck you right in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got sucked in, and it was great until it wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then all hell broke loose. <laughs> yeah, well, I just I feel like they're all fake, and I'm sure they are not. But the people that I have dealt with just don't seem real. I think her heart is in the right place. Yeah, I do not think she's a bad person. I just she was raised, um, with this kind of belief, so that's kind of what she buys into, and and that it's cool. Yeah, no, I, and you know, the people that really do it, I, I do admire them because, like, they are doing good. And you can be a good Christian. I have met them. But I just I feel like I've met more Christians who are only doing it because they believe that that's what you need to do. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's just weird. I, I don't know. But Kirk Cameron finds his brother-in-law Christian. He's just hanging out in the car, having a moment. Yeah. Got to get away from the moment. Get away from people. He keeps talking about, like, oh, if this was a story this is what we would be doing here. And he says, like, if this was a story, this is where you would find somebody with no holiday cheer sitting in their car. Mm. So Christian gives his backstory here. He's like, you know, I was driving by a store the other day and I saw this mom and this little girl and they were arguing. She was crying about not getting a present or something. And he's like, I'm just bummed out, man, because kids worship Santa more than they do Christ. And I'm like, oh, he's not mad that, you know, it's overwhelming to be like the Christmas season. He's mad that people are not worshiping right. Yeah, so he's he's more like people are being more materialistic instead of seeing the true meaning. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I get that, Christian. I was like, okay, I get it. I get where you're coming from. And Kirk Cameron's like, you are such a fucking moron. You fudging. Oh um, yeah, you okay. are. <laughs> you are such a fudging moron. <laughs> but like Kirk. Like, what? This calls for some big language. Yeah, I had to get rough with you. I'm a big boy. <laughs> That's what he keeps, he just keeps going, everything you've said is wrong. And he's like, which part? He goes, everything. Absolutely everything is wrong. You are a moron. Why does my sister date you? You guys are 50 years apart in age. You know, if, if somebody told me that everything I said was wrong, my blood pressure would probably go through the roof. Yeah. And I'm just, and I would be like... 
no way can everything be wrong. Yeah, it's like in the Star Wars, The Last Jedi, where the bad guy Kylo Ren is like, oh, the Empire, I will wipe out all the Jedi and the Empire will kill him. And Luke Skywalker is like, everything you just said was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. Christian, this is why I think the guy is bad, because he's doing like a bad kind of Jim Carrey or Robin Williams type thing where he yeah, is just right? like, it's like, I saw a kid and she was like, meh, and... <laughs> You know, she was fighting with her mom, and she was like, meh, 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 meh. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and I was just thinking, like, how many kids could we have fed with the money that we spent? Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, how many wells could have been dug in foreign countries with what we spent on Christmas? And I'm like, I don't think people uh-huh. think about it like that. Yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. Oh, I get what you're trying to say. Okay. So we get into the big first scene here because he's like, what do you come in and see when you walk into your houses? You see the Christmas tree. And the nativity scene is always tucked away in the little corner. Or not put up at all. Nobody puts Jesus in the corner. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. I would worship Patrick Swayze than I would the Jesus. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. Hey, he died for our sins, you know? Yeah, he, he danced. He did all of those sinful things. Oh, dirty dancing. Yeah, it's pretty sinful. The dirty is in there. Mm. If he did regular dancing, maybe. Love that movie so much. He's such a great actor. I, uh, I was so sad when he passed away. Oh, me too. Kirk is now going into the fact of the nativity scene, and he's all his whole argument is like, when you think of a nativity scene, you think of like Jesus in like a little manger in a shed, or like a you know filled with straw, and that's where donkeys and horses sit. But like, but if you really think about it, it would have been more of like a cave. He doesn't go okay. into why it would have been a cave. Sure. He's like because, and there would have been a rock there because that's where they would have put the food for their animals to feed off of. I'm like, mm-hmm. again, I looked it up. There's no evidence to support that. They don't put it on the ground, I, or in a little trough or whatever. But Something. his point is saying is like Jesus was born in a cave that was exactly like the place where he would have been put after he died. Okay. And again, it's like question mark, like connection where, but. He's like, oh, the nativity scene is so important because it shows us Jesus' life and his death. Like, he, King Herod, I think, I'm, again, not going too deep here, but there was an order on babies to be killed at the time Jesus was born. So Jesus was born when he should have been killed, although not really. He just escaped. (laughs) He just beat the odds, I guess. Yeah, because he's fast. (laughs) (laughs) He's he can crawl. He just beat the odds, but they're like, he he was born from death, and he died, and he was reborn from death. Uh-huh. So the manger nativity scene is so important because it's pretty much the same thing as when Jesus died. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, when he was born, he was put in a swaddling cloth, and when he died, he was wrapped in a cloth. That was the only thing that was left when he got beamed up into the sky at the end. <laughs> he said, two to beam up, mister, and, you know, Scotty beamed him up, but... I don't know. And that's why he's like, the nativity scene is so important because that. Yeah. And he was like, and when Jesus was born as well, the three wise men brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And he's like, you're probably asking yourself, why? Well, those are all burial spices. Totally forgets about gold. He just says frankincense and myrrh are burial spices. Oh, good cat. So it was kind of like they were bringing him stuff like he had died, although he was a baby, he had lived and didn't get killed, but... Well, it's expensive to get buried, so that's why they brought the gold. Uh, I guess so. They, they need money to bury. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, 
Christians will tell you that they are burial spices. I did read a couple of things where philosophers have said that, like, there's no real explanation as to why. Maybe it was just what was available at the time. Uh, frankincense and myrrh would have been very um, valuable. They come from, like, trees, I think. Hmm. Is it just to help with the smell? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Like, I'm like, why would you put spices, like, if you're dying? But then back then, maybe it helped with the decomposition. I don't know. They're like, well, you uh, you gave birth, and it smells like shit in here, so we're going to spice the area up a little bit. <laughs> so that's his big thing. Is like The nativity scene is so important because a baby was born when he should have died, and it's also kind of similar to where Jesus was put when he died and came back to life. And Christian's like, oh my god. I see now. That is in. Sane. Doesn't what? really answer my question as to why people still don't worship nativity scene very well. Mm-mm. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> Cam is like, you just shut the fudge up. <laughs> he's like, but I was saying that people worship Christmas trees more than the nativity scene. He's like, shut your face. <laughs> don't you talk again. <laughs> you listen to me make fun of you and talk about how Jesus is more important than anything. Yeah. And materialistic stuff. Don't forget that because... I mean, that's what Jesus would want you to have. Yeah, of you know? course, of course. Well, fine china and everything. Well, <laughs> yeah, the finest of china. Mm-hmm. China whites, some would say. That's drugs. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> because we need to stretch this movie out, we go back inside to DeAndre, who is talking mm-hmm. to another dude who looks exactly like Jackson Galaxy, which let me pull his picture up because I kept meaning to do that. Oh, yeah, he does. So he's bald. He's got like a beard, kind of... Kept beard and horned rim kind of black glasses. Although I'm looking at Jackson Galaxy now, he's got some crazy um, earrings, and that would not probably fly for no, Kirk Cameron. No, you cannot. No. They're talking about, oh, can you believe that Crazy Shirt Day was taken? Again, we're going back to this horse shit. But there's a moment where they both put their coffee cups up to their face because they're like, oh, well, people will get mad if they hear us talking. So they put their coffee cups up to their face. And then they start talking about all these conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are they trying to make the point that this is what non-Christians believe in? Yeah. Like, all non-Christians? And then I'm like, why Why does it have to be a bald white guy? I don't know. Because that's stereotypical, too. I don't know. He even raps a little bit, too, this guy. He's like, oh... Uh, he, he talk, they say something about like the Koch brothers, those wealthy guys who donate a shit ton of money to the Republican Party. I'm like, wouldn't Kirk Cameron love those guys? Because he's a huge Republican. And they say something about like Sean Hannity or Tucker Carlson. They talk about Enron and Fannie Mae <sighs> and beef. There's something about beef. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to go with this. <laughs> That's pretty much it for that story. Like, we never get another thing with them, I don't believe. And it never wraps up if these guys get their crazy shirt day back. They are just there to bitch and moan. Because they even say, at least I put it in my notes, I don't remember it, but it says, you know what we got to do, right? The only thing we can do, right? And then I'm like, what? That's it? What are we doing? This movie was originally four hours. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what we're doing. I'm so lost right now. It should be, it should cut back and then be like, Merry Christmas, everybody. DeAndre killed the president of the company. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So now we cut back to the car because that's pretty much where this movie takes place. And Christian's like, but, you know, people worship the tree more than they do anything. Like, the tree has become a false idol. And 
he's like, oh, but but Christmas trees are not in the Bible, and they're like false idols. People worship the tree, and they worship things like he he clear as day says they worship Thorus and Cecius. Oh my god! And I'm like, you're talking about Thor? And then he goes on and says Jesus wasn't even born in December. True. Yeah. Kurt, oh, you just wait. Kurt Cameron's got a big zinger oh, for that does. one. Oh, he does. I know it. But I'm just like, is this how they think all atheists believe? Where they're just like, I hate Christmas because of these things? Yeah. Like, dude, I like Christmas. It's a good time. It is. It it makes you feel like everything's okay again. Right. And it, if, I mean, if you don't like Christmas, that's okay, too. I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. Christian says something like, well, I looked it up on Wikipedia. So again, they're like, well, well, you looked it up at Wikipedia. I've got an actual book that's been edited so many times. The language is different here called The Bible, sir. Yeah. It's more proof. Yeah. I, I literally, when I was a kid, had two different Bibles that because it was one edited for like kids to be able to read oh, and yeah. the meanings were different and sometimes. No. I can't remember it, but it was like different. And that's how it's been. Like, I think if you look back at the original writings of the Bible, it probably is written a little bit differently or quite a bit differently now than how we read it. And I mean, they probably had to make it a little more interesting because that thing is boring. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Psalms where it's all like wisdom, you know, I think that's pretty much what Psalms is, if I remember right, where it's like, oh, you need to, uh, when it's cold outside, turn your faucets on so it doesn't freeze your pipes. That's pretty much Psalms. (laughs) But for back in the day. You know, there, it was funny when you're a kid, you always find the ones that are really dirty. There was ones, there's a Bible verse or something where it's like a woman lays with men. And she's like, the woman laid with men who were hung like donkeys and their emissions were that of horses. Holy shit. Yeah, you're like, damn, this is spicy. <laughs> I think I can get behind this. Yeah, still no. <laughs> and it talks about too where it was like, oh, if the man masturbates, he needs to go out of the town and sleep outside of the circle for like three days and three nights i don't remember but it's stuff that we obviously Hmm. do not do christians don't even do it however they want to pick and choose and be like well the bible says christianity is bad like well it also says you know if you need to jerk it you got to go sleep outside yeah when was the last time you jerked it and then (laughs) well i'm christian never oh i don't believe that (laughs) they're like well my wife and i we have sex every end of the month (laughs) <laughs> every saturday <laughs> <laughs> yeah, christmas with the cranks but that's what i hate about it is they're just like well the bible says we need to do this eh, i'm not gonna follow this other stuff though yeah the, but this other stuff is just really just a inconvenience yeah you know it's just i can't do that it's like in the simpsons where flanders is praying to god for help and he's like i i did everything in the bible right i did everything it told i didn't do anything it told me not to do it's like, I did everything in the back where it contradicts everything, too. I, I can't remember. <laughs> this whole thing about the Christmas tree, and I swear to I swear to God that this is how his argument is, is like, when God first opened up his house, he created his house, mm-hmm. which is the earth, he decorated it with trees. Aww. And he was like, when the earth was created, it was almost like it was a Christmas tree lot. Mm. Okay. That's it. That's his argument of like, well, why are trees? And he's like, well, God made trees. So fuck you. So that's why. (laughs) I mean, he didn't make them because we need oxygen. Yeah. So it's like, in fact, so when you bring a tree in, you're actually worshiping what God wanted. You're killing a tree. Yeah. You're killing it so it doesn't live anymore and produce oxygen for people. But you're also worshiping it and 
I don't know. His whole thing with that is like, in fact, there were two trees right in the very beginning of the Bible that were worshipped. The tree of knowledge and the tree of life. And Adam ate the, from the tree of knowledge. And it shows this bald-headed dude, like, eating from the tree. Yeah. He basically makes the terms of, like, a tree with fruit is like a tree that's been decorated by God. Yes. Kind of like how we decorate Christmas trees. Yes. So and that's why we do it. Exactly. Because, you know, fruit grows on trees, so that's what decorating a Christmas tree mm-hmm. is like. Yeah. But he's like, when Adam took the fruit from the tree, it was like he was taking something from the Christmas tree. Right. And he couldn't put it back on the tree because he had eaten the apple. It was a part of him now. So do you know what God did is that he put himself on the cross because the cross was wood. It was made from a tree. Mm-hmm. He put himself mm-hmm. on that tree to take back what was eaten by Adam. But Get he, it? Uh, but he didn't put himself on that tree. Other people nailed him up to it. <laughs> I think he's saying he let himself die. Oh, I see. He's basically saying that was like, oh, God let himself be killed because of the sins of Adam and all that shit like that. But And if you notice, Adam, you know, sinful, is another bald white guy. Yeah. Mm. Wow. And there's also another bald white guy that is not good. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what does Kirk Cameron have against bald white men? I'm I'm offended. I'm not even a bald white guy. <laughs> My dad is, and he'd probably be like, "Well, it's it's about Jesus, so I mean, <laughs> so we okay. must be. I must be evil." <laughs> so that's Kirk Cameron's whole thing: is that like God made trees, so we obviously need to, you know, worship them. And he said Christians were the first people to worship them, even though Norse and pagans did believe. Hannah and Jake on their YouTube channel mentioned something about, like, some Christians that, like, I don't know if it was, like, the Protestants or if it was the um, Puritans, if it was the Protestants or the Puritans, but one of the religious groups banned, like, worshiping Christmas because they felt it was, you know, worshiping paganism. Oh. But Kirk Kirk Heyman's not going to tell you that. No, I mean... You know, pick and choose here. Yeah. Let's only choose the ones that can somewhat convince people. Even though his shit, I don't even know. He's just making up stuff. A lot of it is just being made up. We worship Christmas trees because God made it. He filled his house with the trees, and that's what we need to do as well. Even though Norse pagans and we're worshiping trees long before that. Oh, man. So, one funny thing that happened, I don't know if I'm going ahead or not, but... Christian was all like, you know, if you rearrange the letters in Santa, you know what it spells? Satan. Satan. Like, what? Yeah. It, it. I think these are just the big arguments of people being like, well, this is why Christmas is bad. Santa, Satan. I've never heard someone say that before, though. That's the next little portion of his speech because we cut back from the whole Christmas tree thing and Christian again is like, holy cow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow, I had no idea. Thanks for opening my eyes, Kirk. Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. I was like, wait a second. How come the Norse were worshipping trees long before Christianity came about and they had them in there and it was almost like Christianity took things from Norse mythology and was like, shut up. <laughs> shut the fudge up. <laughs> he slaps them like the Three Stooges. Like, <laughs> Um, I did look into Norse mythology quite a bit because when the first God, well, when the 2018 God of War game came out, it was about Norse mythology Mm -hmm. and I didn't know much about it. I just, I really read about Greek mythology a lot when I was younger and I was like, I'm going to read up because I don't know like the stories and stuff about the gods and whatnot. 
So it starts out, and in Norse mythology, it says that there was a great flood throughout the world. What? And Norse mythology was well before Christianity came into into view. Yeah. So I'm like, holy shit. Where's Noah? Was Noah there? I don't know, but it's just strange. I almost feel like the Bible is just picked from other religions. Oh, yeah. Like I, I don't know. It just it seems strange to me. It's just whoever is, is the most popular wins, and Christianity seems to be that more popular religion. Um, absolutely, and I said a while ago that Christianity is like the cult that won. Mm-hmm. It would be like oh, if yeah. Scientology took over the world today. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I mean, I much rather have Christians. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, the next whole thing is. Is Christian being like, well, I bet you're going to, you, okay, where is Santa? Where is Santa in the Bible? Yeah, tell me. He's like, you going to pull a chapter and verse? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you can't. You can't do it because Santa, and this, that's where he says the Satan line. Yeah. This it, guy, he's insufferable. And the guy is acting just how Scott is talking. Scott's not trying to be funny. Right no. Now. That's exactly how he's talking. Which I imagine that's what they think that, like, the atheists are like, what about this? What about this? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what about it? I mean, I need to know these things. I guess. Well, well, Kirk Cameron's like, guess what? St. Nicholas is in the Bible, and he's a pretty bad dude. He says that. He is bad. Uh-huh. And bad in a good way. Yeah. If this came out in 2014, I don't think kids were still saying bad like, oh, man, that's bad. Like, good. I don't, I don't think know. anybody was still saying that. I mean, he um, he prefaced it, so I mean, it, he, it's there. I put in my notes here at this point. It's like this brother-in-law needs to get hit by a car at the end. <laughs> I believe in Jesus. That's actually how God's not dead. The first one ends is Kevin Sorbo, the psychopath in real life. Um, he is an atheist, or he's not really an atheist. He just doesn't believe in God because his mom died. So he's like, I hate God for taking my mom, which means you still believe in him. You just are angry. He gets hit by a car at the end of the movie, and it happens to be the pastor guy. And the pastor is like, do you believe in God? And he's like, I do. And he dies. And they're like, he's dead. Woo, he's in heaven. So they celebrate him dying. They're like, what a great night. Did the pastor kill him? (laughs) No. He's dying of his wounds because he gets hit by a car. Oh, I thought you said the pastor hit him with his car. Oh, dude, that would have been funny. No, <laughs> no, the pastor is just there. He's like, oh, my God, there was an accident. It's like, oh, you don't believe in God? Let me hit you with my car. Oh, I'm going to take you to see him. <laughs> it's like, wow, maybe I need to watch this movie. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Not at all. One of the arguments in that movie is like, if God was not real, what would be here to tell us what is good and what is evil? So he's basically just saying that, like, God is the only thing that keeps these Christians on the level. Wow, we don't have our own sense of good and bad? Right. You can't tell what's right and wrong if you don't believe in God. Oh, damn. I told my dad that one time because Steve Harvey said something similar. So I asked my dad, I'm like, they're saying that if God was not real, that the atheists can't be good people because they don't believe in God. And he's like, I believe that. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay, well, how about this? I go, if I was being like Christian in the movie, (laughs) how about this? How about this? I said, so if it came out like unequivocal proof, you cannot deny it that Jesus is not real. Would you just start murdering and killing people? 
And he's like, well, if somebody came out with that proof, I wouldn't believe it. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay. Wow. Yeah, that's when you just got to be like, I got to shut this down. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't going to be worth it. That's why we don't talk about religion. Yeah. <laughs> or politics when Shelly's around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They try. I'm. They always try and... Oh, I know. And I'm just like, oh, please don't. Yeah, they're like, we were over there, I think, one time. And they're like, oh, did you see in this election your guy lost? And I was, they, They're always bringing it up, trying like, to poke please, me. Please don't. I should have said that in the 2020 election. Like, did you see your guy lost? Fuck that. Like, I don't like confrontation. You guys go at it, and I don't like it. Uh, I, we're not, like, really going at it. But, yeah, I know you don't like. My dad and I have loud voices when we want. Yeah, that just brings back my childhood, and I don't like it. So we go to the third, and thankfully the final argument from Kirk Cameron here is, you know, Christian was like, what about Santa? And Kirk's like, oh, there was a man in the Bible called St. Nicholas who was a bad dude. It wasn't Nicholas Cage. No, that would have been sweet, though. Mm -hmm. Basically, St. Nicholas was a dude who believed in God, and he says he was at, like, the Council of Nicaea, I think is the name he says. Okay. He said it was like a council to say that, like, Christ is Lord, to put it into law or okay, yeah. something to that effect. And there was just this one asshole that was going around telling people it's not true. You know what this asshole looked like? Bald man? Bald the white man? Bald, bald white guy. This is our third bald white guy, which I think was actually another actor. Yeah. The same one as another one. So basically, St. Nicholas, he said he was like a guy. He got money or something. He was rich for the time being. Mm-hmm. And he would like donate it or give gifts. But at this council, he... St. Nicholas was there, and this bald white dude was talking shit about Jesus. And St. Nicholas, being the good Christian that he was, beat the shit out of this dude. Slapped him in the face. Yeah. And Hannah and Jake, again, to put my references, said that there is no record of St. Nicholas being at this council when the from what documents still remain. Nice. So they said that like he got stripped of his sainthood, but people were so impressed and they loved him so much that he was given it back. So he's St. Nicholas. And in this little portion, it's showing this dude, he goes like, he gets back from the council and his really young wife, I thought it was his daughter at first. Oh, yeah, me too. She's like, oh, did you get that out of your system? We've got stuff to do. And he goes, let's get the gifts to the kids. Ho, ho, ho. Oh like, uh, okay, so this is Santa. I think he was calling his wife a hoe. Let's get the Christmas presents going. Ho, he had multiple wives. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, that you had multiple wives back then. I guess. It was okay. And he's also got like a little sleigh standing there. He's like, we've got stuff to give to the kids. Mm-hmm. But Kirk Cameron makes a point being like, and his legend over time spread. And it's like, sure, he became like a man with a red or a red jacket and white beard and stuff. And like, and he's like, in Africa, he's this guy. And here he's Para Noel. And in Norse, he's this dude. And I'm like, how did word spread so far and so wide of one dude? I don't know. I mean, I guess it happens. Fucking Jesus did it. It, it was his will. His will be done, I guess. So, so Christian, his mind is blown for the third time. And he is just like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Holy shit. And he's like, I have been a huge jerk feeling a little down in the dumps. Yeah, he's like, I, I was that guy. 
I was that guy. He says it so many times. Mm-hmm. He's like, I was that guy. 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 I was that guy over there. It's, <laughs> that guy's really nice. I was that guy. It's <laughs> it's like at the end of um, The Aviator with Leonardo DiCaprio. He's got bad OCD in that movie. It's Howard Hughes. And he just it ends with him like stuck saying the same thing over and over again. Aww. Like, wave of the future. Wave of the future. Wave of the future. Oh, I bet that's The wave of the future. So he's like, I was that guy. I was that guy. <laughs> I was that guy. He broke. <laughs> Kurt Cameron broke him. <laughs> it's like um my husband has just been sitting in the corner drooling saying i was that guy it's like that's what happens when you talk about jesus <laughs> it blew his mind so hard oh, oh he tells kirk he's like well i can't go in there because of how i've acted which again unless we just missed it he just seemed like he was a little distant to people yeah i don't yeah he goes Tell everybody in there that I have a rash and I can't come in. Oh, yes. I remember this now. Be like, hey, everybody, Christian's got genital warts. (laughs) His wife's like, what? And he also says something of like, I need to get an eggnog shot or I get a, oh, do you remember how he says it? I don't. Uh, I have it in here. Oh, he was talking about how he he got allergic because uh, he's allergic to eggnog. And had to go get the eggnog shot. Right. Which, this is 2014, so six years before COVID, but these Christians were already onto it about not taking vaccines. Well, I mean, it was talking about the flu shot, because if you're allergic to eggs, you can't have the flu shot. I don't know. They don't. I think this dude just riffed. He was like, I'm just going to riff. And he he's just dumb. He's like, oh, tell everybody I got a rash. No, no, no. Tell her I had to go get an eggnog shot, because I'm allergic to eggnog. And I'm just like, dude calm down yeah and then he, he every now and again he stops and is like i'm the guy i'm the guy tell her to get the eggnog shot i'm that guy i'm that guy <laughs> he blinks like that dude off of lego masters the Aww. firefighter i'm that guy i'm that guy <laughs> not talk about twitches yeah he's like uh kirk my husband's sitting in his own his car out there masturbating furiously saying he's that guy i'm that guy i'm that guy so Kirk Cameron tells him, you know what? Yes, you messed up. And I'm like, messed up how? <laughs> People can't yeah. get sad and depressed over the holidays. But he's like, you messed up, but you know what? You can be the man that makes everything better. He's like, you can be oh, the hero. The man. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Man, so. oh, man. Well, he pumps him up. He gives him this whole speech. And Christian, this was at the very beginning for a second. He bursts through the front door and. That was at the very beginning of the movie, too, and I didn't... It just showed him run through the door and then stopped. It, it went was to confusing, a, yeah. I'm like, who was that guy? Like, why did that just happen? And it showed a picture of St. Nicholas as well, like, walking through the forest. And I'm like, oh, are we starting at Jesus' birth? But it quickly goes to Christian just bursting through the door. Yeah. And then it starts with Kirk and Cameron. I'm like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah. The first thing Christian does is he belly slides into the tree because he's so damn excited. That happened. In slow motion. A lot of this movie is like slow motion. It's like Zack Snyder's Justice League or Superman. or It's just slow motion of shit going on. From this point till the end of the movie was like an hour. <laughs> it felt like it. I was like, okay, great. We're almost done. So Kirk Cameron is all like, 
when you look at the presence and it shows Christian like on the floor looking at the tree, mm. he's like, imagine you're looking at the skyline of Jerusalem. Mm. And what's at the center of Jerusalem? The tree that worships Jesus, like I just said it does. Mm-hmm. Don't ask questions. Yeah, don't ask why. And it shows where the presents become like a little city. So you're supposed to imagine the presents that are around the tree represent Jerusalem. So the poor people that can't afford presents are not worshiping Jesus. Oh, fudge them, man. <laughs> and our cats broke our big Christmas tree we've got. So does that mean they worship Satan? Probably. Yeah, I believe that, actually. Damn cats. Christian is, like, running around the house. It cuts to his sister, like, 15 different times of her in slow motion being like, he's like, mm. Yeah. And this is where we're like, she looks kind of strange. One thing to mention, too, when he slides in, the typical, like, what they're trying to do is, is a black man. Mm-hmm. He was all like, whoo, can I get an amen? He starts doing, like, a preacher. Yeah. Like, help me, Lord, amen. And like, oh, like, wow. And the, the white guy writing him is like, that's how black people talk. <laughs> <laughs> I have black friends, of course. Oh, yeah, it was it was bad. So Christian's all excited. He's running around and he shows him getting like his picture taken with everybody in this room with Santa as well. Like, cause they have a Santa. I think they said that it's his brother or his cousin or something. Brother-in-law. I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't have a job and his sister hired him to be Santa. Yeah. So he comes over and he's like, I am sorry. I've been a jerk. Kirk Cameron did say something when he's getting his picture taken. He's like, now that you know how Santa is related to Christ. Don't you want to get your picture taken with him? Yeah, Kirk Cameron, he's narrating as he is doing it here. But he's like, we need to fill our homes with the stories of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And this is so funny, too, because it's kind of showing everything around it. But we did miss one of the funniest parts where when Christian is all depressed at the beginning, he's like, when some people see holiday cheer, other people see greed. And he's like, when other people see Christmas trees, others see... Um, Symbols of perversion. Yes. And it cuts to a candy cane. Yes. And you both, we both were like, is it a dick? I laughed so hard. <laughs> I laughed so of hard. I'm like, what? I don't understand. That's kind of a crooked dick if it is. <laughs> the well, per- if, the, if someone has a dick like that, they need to get checked out. Well, I think they're meaning that like where it curves is supposed to be like the balls oh, area. Okay. And like the straight is the shaft but okay but because we kind of cut back to this at the end where he's like now look around your house at christmas time and you see now that everything is related to god in some way he's like the nutcracker those are the soldiers for mm-hmm. herod that were sent that were ordered to kill babies in the area at the yeah, time yeah, yeah. And now they just break nuts for us i put it it's odd to keep the soldiers of the man who tried to kill jesus in the house at christmas time i think Unfortunately, Louis C.K., before he was disgraced as a weird-ass dude, he did uh, have a joke where he's like, Jesus came back and he sees everybody wearing a cross and be like, the fuck you guys wearing that for? (laughs) Crucified on that thing. So Christian does apologize to his wife. He's like, oh, I'm sorry that I've been a big grump this year, even though, you know, it's totally normal if that happens to you. You know, it gets overwhelming at Christmas time, so even if you do get depressed, it's totally normal. Not this movie, though, but he's like, I I want to do something for you, but I don't know what. And she has the creepiest line of the movie. Yes. She goes, 
what do you have in mind, Big Papa? Oh. And that's when I knew it. These people are freaks in the sheets. Yeah, I don't want to know your bedroom names, okay? Big Papa. Just keep that to yourself, please. He is a very tall man compared to her. She's very short. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'm going to show you my feelings for you and for Christmas through an interpretive dance. And for the next 15 minutes of this movie, that is what we get. It's um, very interesting dancing. Because what did you point out about one of the dancers here? She's probably the choreographer. Well, there is a lady there that's a lot older oh. than everybody else, but you said the girl next to her kept watching her for the dances. Right, yeah. <laughs> so now there's a girl in like a sparkly shirt, which I kind of liked. I was like, oh, that's a cool shirt. But she kept looking at somebody else like they were like she had just learned dance and she was just trying to make sure she was doing it right or whatever. Yeah. And that DeAndre, the only black man in this movie, is like singing with everybody else. They're singing like Glory Hallelujah or whatever. I don't know. Doesn't he start to rap or something? I think he raps it a little bit in yeah. some points. Because, um, you know, that's what typical black men do. They all rap. They all know to, how to rap. It's according amazing. to the Christians, they're like, well, black people know how to rap, right? It is so amazing because that was the same thing that happened in Believe. Oh, gosh, that's right. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. Christians think black people can rap. Yeah. Like all of them. Which, all I mean, of some people. of them can. I mean, some black people can, yes, but I really think that Christians believe every black person can rap. I think so. They're like, oh, hello, uh, uh, here, here's $5, rap for me. And they're like, excuse me? <laughs> what? I'm, I'm a lawyer. Uh, I, yeah, I don't I, know how to rap. Uh, I'm the principal over in elementary school. What are you talking about? So it's just dumb. It, the, this dance goes on for way too long because I think they're really trying to stretch this movie out. Mm -hmm. But somebody does run in and they're like, all right, everybody, let's eat. And everybody just like bolts to the kitchen. Yeah. And this table is so big and it's got so much food on it and it's got place setting that is just out of this world it's so decadent it's so big and huge and i'm like maybe we're living below our means i don't know maybe we need to start buying some fancy shit <laughs> is this what god gets you if you worship him you get a big ass mansion and all this shit i mean this is what happens if you worship jesus but don't give your money to him. oh man or take the money others give you i bet i'm happy with our small house we're fine yeah we're good uh, there is an old man sitting on the couch, and he's like, That's why I show up to these parties. <laughs> <laughs> why? And, for and the I, dancing? For the food, I think. Oh, okay. But I just want everyone to be like, Who's that guy? Oh, watch out for Kirk Cameron. He'll be after you next. <laughs> yeah. Do you know who that old man is that just laughs like an old prospector? It's it's Marty. It's, <laughs> it's Santa. Santa, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is funny because when they're all sitting at this gigantic table, Christian is sitting at one side and Kirk Cameron is sitting at the other. You think that his wife would be at the other head of the table? No, she's a woman. Of course. No. So here's the biggest line I have problems with here is he's like, don't buy into the materialism of Christmas. He's like, some people don't want you to buy into the materialism of Christmas. He's like, now don't go maxing out your credit cards, but buy gifts to celebrate Jesus. And I'm like, so it's still living beyond your means. Still buy gifts. Just don't max everything out. Yeah. And he says something about throw open your door and invite the world in. He's like the tree. He, no, he said, this is our tree, our presence, our St. Nick, our God. 
So he's saying that, like, this is only for us. This isn't for you. This is for me. Yeah. I'm going to take my presents and leave. And one thing he did say is, once your eyes are open, you can't go back. And I'm like, that's bullshit. Because this girl right here went back. Yeah, me too. It wasn't until I met my friend Andrew. I forget what denomination of religion he believed, but he's like, he's like, we believe like Baptists. He's like, but we do believe that you can, what they say, backslide, which is like, start stop believing. Mm. He's like, some religions are like, once you're saved, you're saved. But others are like, well, if you're saved and you start believing in God, you can go to hell. I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah, that's the religion that I was in, which was Christian. I was baptized. So that was like, that's it. You're just going to heaven. And I'm like, no matter what? Free pass. I can do whatever I want. And they're like, yeah, you're just, you just go in. So then I, I was open about some things about myself. And they're like, oh, no. Yeah. Can't, can't be that. Yeah, that's when the judgment came. We're like, oh, what's that? You're talking about things that we don't believe people should be? Get out of here. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that was my sign. Thank you. Bye. I'm out. But I'm still going to go to heaven, so I'm cool. (laughs) If that's true, I was (laughs) baptized when I was a kid, so fuck yeah, God's going to have a real big problem with me when I get up there. Uh, Like, you've said a lot of crazy shit about me, bitch. You want this? You want want these hands, motherfucker? Like, God, wow, you swear like... Wow, I think I'm going to like it here. (laughs) So that's it. That's the movie. This barely a movie movie. Yeah. I hate it. I hated every minute of it. Yeah. I I also did hate it so much. And it wasn't because it's a religious movie. Yeah. It's because of the meaning of it. Yeah. Like, it just seems poorly thought about, poorly researched, mm-hmm. probably made up on the spot theories about why Christ is in Christmas. Right. That's, I just don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like Kirk Cameron. I don't like his face. I don't like him. <laughs> jerk off. That's in the big Lebowski. He's like, oh. I don't like your jerk off face. I don't like your jerk off clothes. And I don't like you. Jerk off. Oh. But yeah, no, this isn't what I thought it would be. And we were watching it. I'm like, are we going to have things to talk about? Is this going to be a, can we make an episode out of this? Yeah. So hopefully this isn't like a depressing episode after Christmas. Yeah, maybe let's leave you guys with a little bit of positivity. Everybody should be able to believe in what they want. Mm-hmm. If you believe in murder and killing people, that's that's the line. That's the line that you should not cross. Right, don't do but that. But if you are living your life and you have your own beliefs and you're not hurting anybody, feel free to do that with all of your heart. Absolutely. Please don't let other people make you feel like you don't matter because you don't believe as they do. Exactly. Because we think you matter no matter what, as long as you're not some psycho murderer. <laughs> I'm, you know, I try to be open-minded. Killing, yeah. murdering, the worst of the worst, that is the line. Like, that is that is not what we should do. I know Steve Harvey and other Christians think that because we don't believe in God, we don't know that that's bad. But it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We know you're smart. Yeah. And we just want to ho- hope everybody has a good... New Year, had a great Christmas, no matter what you believe. Exactly. Yeah. And we appreciate you listening. And we'll, we're going to have some, the New Year is going to be pretty exciting. So keep listening. Yes. A big surprise coming is January 1st will be our 
one year anniversary of having been doing this. Yay! I can't believe it. It's crazy. So we're going to do um, a year in review, basically, where it's like we're going to talk about maybe some of our favorites, favorite episodes we did, maybe some of the ones we hated, the ones we didn't really like, and maybe we could even get into the nitty-gritty of like, oh, when we recorded this, I was in a bad mood, or oh, I didn't think this was going to turn out well. Yeah, and also talk about what you can look forward to from us this next year. Yep, yep, we'll talk about what we've got what we got going on and what we've got planned, so stay tuned to that, because we'll be a good one to look forward to. Yeah, for sure. So, I really hope that this didn't come off as just a bunch of Christian bashing. I mean, I you guys should know at this point, I have my differences, but... If you are a person that believes in God and you made it to this point in the show, I can't believe it, but thank you. <laughs> just I just wish that they would let other people be who they want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's all we need to be as people is just we need to love one another for who they are and who we are and not judge them so much. Well said. So, if you don't listen to this show though, I will judge you. Absolutely. No, no kidding. <laughs> We thank you guys for for sticking here and for anybody that's been here the whole year. Wow. Wow. Yeah, we want to know who you are. So please let us know. I mean, I would be fucking over the moon. (laughs) Yeah, so, well, we look forward to keeping going, you know. We've still got the steam. We've still got the motivation. Mm -hmm. We're excited to keep going. Shelly is almost done with school. Yes, thank God. (laughs) One more semester and then a big test and I'm done. And then maybe we could kick this up a bit. We'll see how that goes. Hope so. So, well, until next week when we do our year in review, which will technically be the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, we will see you guys then. Bye-bye.